Welcome back, everybody, to the Twin Chickens Podcast. Today we got myself, we got Evan over here, and we have Ninchai. Hi. Yo. <laughs> First of all, thank you for coming. Of course. <laughs> I'm excited. It's been a minute. Uh, can I just compliment your outfit? It's actually like. Thank you. Looks I was very comfy. For a winter hippie. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what a good vibe. Also, the sweater. Oh, thank yeah. you. Looks comfy. It looks comfy. It's so, oh. it's so soft. It's yes. So soft. First of all, uh, I want to know everything about yourself. Uh, we heard a little kind of things here and there about mm-hmm. like uh, a little bit about your life, but yes, intrigue us. Everything? You want to know everything? <laughs> yeah. Kind of Sorry. my tragic backstory. So it all started back, <laughs> <laughs> back in the seventh grade. No, yeah. okay. um, <laughs> but uh, I'm an actress and a performer based in the Twin Cities. Hey! Uh, yeah! I've uh, seen it on your Instagram actually a couple yeah, times. Really? Yeah, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm promoing well. I, I, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I do film, television, commercials, uh, live theater, some mm-hmm. musicals, plays, and I also teach um, an Afro Puerto Rican art form called bomba. Was that new that you started doing? Oh no, no, mm. it's actually I've been doing it since I was four. Ooh. So you might actually have my backstory right here. Whoa, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I've been right. dancing bomba since I was four. What's bomba? So bomba is um, a, like a singing, like an art dance like singing kind of thing that originates from the slaves that were brought to puerto rico from africa really yeah so what they did was they didn't have anything they couldn't bring any instruments they couldn't bring their own cultures so they all kind of amalgamated their cultures to make one sort of art form they made songs they made dances um interesting yeah so that's what i that's what i do i teach it and i perform it Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> <Thank> cool. You. <laughs> so you've been doing that since you were four? Yes, sir. What a young age. I know. It's like those girls that are ballerinas, but mine's cooler. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, throwing some shades. Throwing some shades. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Let's start with uh, why. Why? Why? Uh, I'm Puerto Rican. So oh, okay. Yes, sir. From my mom's side. And yes, I do speak Spanish. Uh uh, and my dad's Nigerian, mm-hmm. and I always grew up with both of these like music, this kind of music with me. Right. And I've always felt drawn to performing. Like mm-hmm. my acting origin story is, I was watching West Side Story because every, <laughs> oh, yeah, every yeah. Puerto Rican has to watch West Side Story. It's yeah. illegal. It's like it's illegal not to. It's illegal not to. <laughs> you go to jail it. if you haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is so great. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started practicing. I <laughs> started. It's not embarrassing, it's just funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I started practicing because, so in my living room, there's a TV on one side right. and a mirror on the other. Mm-hmm. So I would, so my mom would watch Law and Order on the TV. Right. And I'd practice like copying their faces in the mirror. And oh. that's how I taught myself to act. That's that is very cool. Thank you. See, we didn't get a fascination to other stuff. Like for you, piano was like not until much later in your life, mm-hmm. right? Because you've been calling a demon of like you have to do this. Right. It wasn't until like you have something that you desire to do that really fulfills your like passion and drive to, to pursue it. Mm-hmm. So I can I can definitely see that <laughs> yeah. you're like seeing yourself yeah. in the in the yeah. reflections. <laughs> so you've wanted to do this. Oh yeah. No one asked you to, or no one nope. pushed you or pressured you to. Not do Not even it. a little bit, actually. Wow. Um, the bomba there was a little bit of pushing towards Mm -hmm. but it was never like you have to dance you have to sing it was always like hey this is our history this is our culture right and it's a beautiful thing that we can share across generations now how long did you live there then oh in puerto rico i've never lived in puerto rico okay um i go every 
two or three years. Okay, that's what's up. Because you don't need a passport to go there. Yeah. And a lot of my family's in Puerto Rico. So anytime we can go to Puerto Rico, we go to Puerto Rico. Right. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the culture, do you feel like you, you belong there? Like that's your home kind oh, of stuff? Oh, definitely. Right. I love Minnesota. Minnesota is also my home. Yeah. Um, but I feel so connected to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And just the environment there is it's beautiful it's amazing i love it i have the same stuff so i was i was talking to gilbert actually about this that like i have this weird connection of going to la mm-hmm. and i feel so at home there yeah it's the strangest thing for you as well like you know even just visiting it feels like visiting your like neighborhood house or your mm-hmm. like where you were first born it's this really euphoric thing that i can't get anywhere else yeah it's really strange but i was just is that just me but no for you it's <laughs> no 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 it's true yeah i connect with you on that yeah one. what are for you man uh, no, I, I guess uh, since I live so close to my my parents and they have their they still live in their starter house, so you know it's <laughs> I get to visit it every so often nice. or uh, several times a week still. Yeah. So I guess uh, I still have that connection to home. Yeah, but that was a perfect thing to hit. So for right now, do you live here by yourself? Do you live with family right oh, now? I live with my family. Yeah, right. I'm a broke college student. I, hey, <laughs> I cannot same. afford to move out yet. We so. are the same. But have you always lived in Minnesota? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've always lived in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like leaving to visit other places. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. That Born is race. fascinating. For me, I've always wanted to travel out of the country. Yeah. Um, obviously, LA would be one, but like Japan and Italy. Ooh. That's where I want to go. Big places. Yep. I've always wanted to go to Japan and Greece. Same. That's the plan, man. <laughs> I, just, I love to. Uh, I love to go exploring in these places. Honestly, like finding like Minnesota is my. I, I don't know why, but I like to be here when it's snowing. Just Ooh. when it's snowing, I'm a winter guy. There's a lot of people who would say otherwise, where they have so, yeah. fa- family and home that they'll be yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll be here for the summer, but not for the winter." But not for the winter. Me and my grandma are that. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. My grandma only comes to Minnesota. Uh-huh. In- the spring, the the summer, and maybe the fall, maybe because she knows that it might snow in the fall. Yeah, she's like, I'd rather not go. <laughs> yeah, honestly, when my grandma came actually from Los Angeles to here, she mm-hmm. was like bundled up in this giant ridiculously fur coat like super yeah. gangster and shit and i'm over here like this like i don't give a fuck like i just this is how i walk in the in the winter i don't care and she's like how can you walk out like this genuinely like how can you literally walk out like this and even one time i was stepping out barefoot like when in the snow and she's like what is wrong with you like there's satan's in their body you're kind crazy of shit. yeah crazy i'm in like i'm the, uh, one of the few people besides lily the um the drummer the lily the drummer yes. besides her that actually loves winter wow uh, the cold in general i just love the cold, the cold. no <laughs> yeah. winter winter i can understand because it's so beautiful and i That's love why. i love looking at winter in minnesota but the cold mm, swerve no <laughs> i just i sleep in the cold i don't know that's just me though okay but for you I understand that. but for you though do you like to be i don't know like do you do you like that heat you know from where you're I from i do i like the heat in puerto rico mm. um when it's i don't know if i like the humidity of it or just being warm but also yeah. like the air quality like especially when you go to different places there's like such different um like air that you breathe that's like oh there's a freshness of the mountains or like minnesota valley kind of weather or you go to i don't know so like the coast or whatever or maybe i would assume maybe puerto rico you have that salt uh salt water air yeah. and it's like yes yes exactly <laughs> i agree i agree that's one of the things that i love about puerto rico just going to the beach and just just breathing just breathing yeah it's amazing <laughs> oh fantastic so then 
I mean, let's. I'm impacting the bumble thing. You said it was a. Did I say that right? Bumble? Bomba. Bomba. Yeah, like so, bomb, but not. Well, it's the bomb. But. Yeah, no, it's the bomb, and, and I know the bomba in like in Spanish terms, like it's bomb, but yeah. like so it's a dance that uses what kind of body movements? So What's, it's it's a dance, it's dance, it's like a whole genre. So it's kind of like folk music mm-hmm. for Puerto Ricans. Uh, there's a different there's there's folk music in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and bomba is like a traditional kind of music tr- passed down. So it's music, it's drumming, it's um, it's dancing. So all together. Oh, so it's like a. This no is, genre. You, would you think it's like more gospel kind of stuff, choir Ooh. stuff, or a little bit more of the opposite? Like more, it's inclusive for sure. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So the whole premise of bomba is communication between the drummer, the singer, and the dancer. Mm-hmm. So the dancer dances, the drummer follows the dancer. So there has oh. to be at least two drums at oh. all times for bomba. Very cool. Two, dr- mean, no. two drummers. Two drummers. Okay. At least, at least you can have much more, but mm-hmm. one keeps the basic rhythm, and then the other one follows whatever the dancer does. Whoa. Gotcha. Yeah. That is yeah. cool. That is cool as fuck, actually. Okay, okay, okay. It's a call and response kind of thing. So even the songs, um, there's a soloist and there's everybody else. Mm-hmm. So they, the soloist sings the solo part and then everyone sings the chorus. Right. And then so, solo part, chorus. It's a call and response in every aspect of the gotcha. work. Gotcha. So then do you guys perform like yeah. in general or is it just like getting people in the groove of like learning and stuff like Ooh, that? Ooh, both. Mm-hmm. Both. I, I did a lot more performances um, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I teach more now. Okay. And I'm learning at... You can never stop learning about bomba. There's different kinds in every area of Puerto Rico. There's Ponce, there's Mayagüez, Mm -hmm. there's San Juan, all that stuff. Loisa is one of the capitals of bomba in Puerto Rico. Wow. So, yeah, it's... You always have to learn something new. This is freaking fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm so glad that you came. (laughs) I'm I'm curious, what other avenues have you pursued with with dancing? Not yet maybe even acting, but Mm -hmm. as you... Um, started uh, learning a little bit more about dancing and just like kept pursuing it. What uh, what were like the first steps that you took to be like, I'm gonna take on this role or like uh, dance in this uh, performance? Ooh, I actually I'm not sure actually. I I never really focused on the like the how to expand dancing. You know, I've always more been focused on learning how to drum because okay. so. The drummer and the dancer are communicating throughout everything in Bomba, and I've always been more of a dancer and a singer. Right. And I didn't really get the chance to learn how to drum because mm. it's it's a bit of the a patriarchal kind of thing. Mm. So like mostly it's the men that drum. Oh, okay. And like play the primo. And the women would dance. Yeah, the women would dance or sing, mm. um, and play like the maracas or like keep the beat on the main thing. But most right. primos are men. Mm. And I was always like, oh yes, that's how that's how. It is. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I saw this wonderful woman that teaches um, bomba, and she also plays a primo. Like she plays a drummer that follows a dancer, and she huh. started this kind of like female circle of drummers that really? does cool. the primo. It's it's so cool. It's and amazing. And that's here in Minnesota, or no, in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yes. Okay. It's in Puerto Rico. So then, in these kind of advances, do you think like not political correctness, but like things are kind of changing in a way where like things those things are now seen as not okay but like permissible like oh of course like yeah let's go for it yeah anyone can really do of course stuff. yeah yeah. i like it a lot um there's a lot of conflict in a lot of communities about gender roles mm-hmm. and like who should do what and how right tradition is important for sure but you should also have the opportunity to be inclusive in every sense of the word right like some people don't want to dance just the female part some mm-hmm. people don't want to dance just the male part 
or like fall into the male or female categories. Right. So it's important to expand your space. Right. And like, if a guy wants to dance with the skirt like style of bomba, then he should be able to. If a woman wants to dance mm. the more masculine style of bomba, she should be able to. And now that's more not ex- how do I say this more. Uh, accepted. Yes. In these kind of things. So like yes. recognizing the t- tradition of where it's been, but yeah. like also just like it's it was there, but do whatever now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's important to um, mix tradition with inclusivity. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying we should like insert hip hop moves into bomba. Like you right. can definitely. It'll be fun to watch. For sure. But I'm not saying that you should replace it. It's just something that everybody can do now. Right. Very true. Much yeah. more inclusive than mm-hmm. to anyone. I mean. I mean, I feel like Bomba is kind of one of those things that just speaks through more the languages in other countries. Like, it could be taken in any place. And it's oh, like yeah. Very easy to pick up, right? Yeah. Just like get and go and just, mm-hmm. just boom. Right. Everybody can join Bomba because um, in every sense of the word. Because right. even if you don't know how to dance any of the dance moves, mm-hmm. there's someone there that will be willing to teach you something. Now, where do you teach this? Or where do you where do you go to like to, to do this stuff? I teach both private classes and with an organization called Boriken. Mm-hmm. And Boriken is the original name um, that the indigenous people called Puerto Rico. Before oh, it was cool. colonized, so that's Boriken. And that's the name of the group that I'm a part of right now. Okay. I was also a part of um, El Algoiris, mm-hmm. which became Boriken later on. And I do like private lessons, mm-hmm. I do group lessons and stuff like that. So, Paid, free? Yeah, both. Okay. Both. So when I'm with the organization Boriken, I actually just finished up um, doing classes of for Bomba, for, it's open to the public for free. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, but when I do private like one-on-ones or like if you want to book me for a group of people, it's paid. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So you Very can just cool. come in here, like teach a wedding or oh, some shit. Oh, yeah. And just kind of oh, yeah. like, I mean, you, you, it, it's so, like I said, it's so easy to pick up that like you can really bring it to anywhere and mm-hmm. everyone can just have fun and go. Yes, in. yes. It's I, I just love it so much because <laughs> it goes to the roots of mm-hmm. tribal culture. Right. Like it's what the Africans could bring. Oh, Africans, yeah. Africans like that were taken from their homes. They, they made instruments out of rum barrels. And right. like goat or cow skin, whatever they can get their hands anything on. that they could find to yeah. find like to make something safe for themselves, right? To make something that they felt welcome, they felt happy with, right? It's insane. It's crazy. This I love is it. Rad. <laughs> <laughs> now the acting stuff. I don't know if you have any other questions yeah, for that. No, but I'm also just like fascinated by just the the handmade craft of like when you take goat skin or whatever it is, you yeah. know, to be able to hand make your own instruments. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that'd be really interesting to learn more about, is yeah. especially drums, because they're relatively simple, but you have to craft it in such a way that it'll keep a, a resonation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't know much about the crafting of drums, but I, I, I like, I feel so connected to it. Right. It, like, seeing a bomba drum and playing a bomba drum, or like singing a song in bomba, or even just teaching the dance. Right. It's something that's so intrinsically in me, mm-hmm. and it's been taught. It's it's just cool. This is amazing. How would you uh, say that um, uh, like bombo drums mm-hmm. are different, or how how are they similar maybe to uh, like a, a djembe? Or a they're similar because um, just the, the the resourcefulness of where you get your materials. So like bomba drums are based off of the shape of a barrel, and a djembe of course isn't. Right. <laughs> like a djembe was um, made and formulated to carry out sound a certain way. Mm-hmm. A bomba drum was originally just made to make sound. Right. Gotcha. Like to make sound and then they improved on it so they could make a more a more artistic kind of sound, like a more 
connective kind of sound. So make it louder. Right. Make it um, more precise in your movements and like right. so hand motions and it like the specific the specificity of the hand motions that right. you need to make certain sounds the same. Djembe and bom- and bomba drum. Are which is called a barril, right? Which is barrel in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say all these words. Like I, I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, like, it's kind of it's kind of interesting hearing how like a different language uses them for uh, for different meanings or mm-hmm. different interpretations. Yeah. So, is there like a video that like you have that we could um that we can reference in our description? Oh or, like, yeah, definitely. Like um, probably. I'm not sure. On YouTube, there's probably one of me just going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, um, okay, can I, do you mind? I'll, I'll put a link for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I'll find it. I'll find it later. Yeah, yeah, that's I'll send fine. It to you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's perfect. Uh, apart from that, um, did you have anything else? Because I want to go straight into the theater. So no, let's go. Let's jump right into it. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. So for me, um, I really discovered myself when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I opened up and became uh, more of a different being mm-hmm. than what I was. Um, and when I joined theater, that thing really changed my life forever. It definitely did. Sorry about the sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Get excited. That's, that's what it is. So in theater, it was like, um, it really helped me open up and not be like, talk about insecurities or like anxiety. Oh, gone. Immediately. Because everyone else was on the same page. It's like we all stepped into a stage naked yeah <laughs> because you know like you could see their flaws you can see mm-hmm. their imperfections and it's just when a spotlight's on you obviously it's on you for a second mm-hmm. and when we're doing improv i realized that i started stuttered like that a lot you know and like my confidence and how i just project myself as a person everything changed with theater wow. i don't know that's the same with you it was it was definitely an eye opener. Yeah, and so it's incredible to see the transformation, especially even just with a few months of just being around like the same kind of group of people that you just start off with total strangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And you build this fucking bond. Yeah, like, it's the best thing. It's like a family. It is, and everyone's so accepting. That's why, like, I just I always recommend people like if you go to college, mm-hmm. take a theater class. I'd like to hear a little bit of your story. Like, if you had a, a do you have a theater class or like kind of one of those first acting experiences Ooh. that? Wait, where'd you go to college? Uh, I'm going at to Century College for interpreting and translation. Hey, ah, let's, let's go! go. <laughs> um, when did you start? Uh, like a year ago. So during the pandemic. Oh, so you're brand new to the game. Good. Yeah. Oh, oh, brand new to the game. <laughs> Theater, not so much. But <laughs> no, of course. Um, but still, so you're okay. Going to Century. That's mm-hmm. our also our, our our hometown college. Actually, that's where we oh. originated from. That's where we're geeking. <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, I started a club there. <laughs> you did? I started an anime club, actually, in oh, twenty um, in 2014, I think. Or 2013, and then uh, won some awards. It's still there in the case, actually. Oh, period. Yeah. Flex, okay. It's in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, my flex. Uh. That's not the way. What was I trying to say? Um, you are just trying to flex a little bit about the club. Yeah, you know there. what? I might as well. So, yeah. check this out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I went there, and I, d- I did that. And honestly, it's, it's like, it changed my whole fucking life. But do you think that going to college and really having like these I don't know how open it is right now because of what's going on right now in the world mm-hmm. but do you think that like you're still able to like explore a lot of yourself you know your self identity there yeah um I'd f- I'm kind of going to college not for theater mm-hmm. so I haven't really connected myself through that I'm going for interpreting translation like I just said but yeah. um I don't know I don't I've never really felt connected to anything in school except mm-hmm. for theater like right. school's kind of always been a burden for me. Absolutely, that's, yeah. that's this, yeah. I think most <laughs> people everybody. can relate. Yeah, <laughs> basically everybody. Um, but I don't know. I 
I need human connection, and school provided me with that, which I thank you, school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As I'm saying, college like really like gets you down to earth with like, oh, I'm, I just got fucking rammed in the butthole with like fucking <laughs> math. Now, now I can just go and talk to my best friend, or mm. go talk to this motherfucker, or go harass the lunch ladies. Yeah, shit like that. Right, it's the best. You're just a minute away from like going and talking to your friends or like just yeah. other people that aren't the horrible classes that you're taking yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking fun oh but have you ever thought about like not doing theater there but like doing um bringing bomba into like doing like a little event there oh no i've never thought of that so that's a good idea that. okay let me let me uh, <laughs> let me pop uh let me pop your bane here in a second so at century you're able to start a club okay if you have good credits okay. like if your school grades are good right yeah so you, there's a person you can talk to the okay. student life uh there's a person you can talk to in there that actually you can sign up for a forum and actually mm -hmm. make a club and uh basically make a presentation for it make a amendment a statement all that good shit mm -hmm. very easy to do like actually writing the deck the 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 amendments and like all the bylaws that's the hard stuff yeah but honestly i could just give you something you just copy <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it doesn't matter what does matter is this actually getting to talk to uh someone there and establishing a club getting members and then you can just start another organization right there about bomba literally learning about more stuff yeah to like another thing <laughs> that's cool dude i mean i don't know I'll, what are you saying? I'll, I'll consider. I'll consider it. I have a full time job as well as college, as well as acting. So, I might not have the time, <laughs> but I will. I will keep that in mind for later. I That's mean, very cool. Because you just started your. I mean, your career. I mean, mm -hmm. right now in in school, it's just started. Yeah. You know. I mean, for me, things change dramatically. <laughs> you know, and same for you as well, actually. But yeah, just keeping that on the back burner, though. Like yeah. of all the ideas, with like also making sure that you have time for the things you want to do, mm -hmm. and just prioritizing that because. Mm -hmm. Life gets in the way of your own life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you make the time for what you want. And yeah. that's incredibly important. And I'm sure you already do a fascinating job oh, thank of you. Uh, yeah. making thank sure you. you do all the things you want to do, like acting and performing, mm -hmm. bomba, making sure you get food, and maybe enough sleep, but that doesn't always yeah, happen yeah, like we were discussing earlier. So it was a hard earlier. time to talk about it, yeah. <laughs> but I was saying, like, uh, I'm not, obviously not here to lecture you. <laughs> you know, but it's more of, like, it's it's good to, um, I don't know, explore a little bit, you know? Because, like like I said, things change for us dramatically. I dropped out of college. He also dropped out of college. Love that for you guys. It's not for everyone. <laughs> I mean, if it's for you, go for it. I always said that, but for me, it's definitely not. It didn't, it didn't mm -hmm. pan out. It was crossroads and stuff which yeah. everyone i think comes to and then when you come at those crossroads and you come out of that's honestly the the most defining thing about yourself honestly mm -hmm. is when you're like i can't pay for college but i need to finish my credits or i can't pay for college i'm just gonna drop out yeah but while we were talking about college let's maybe retrace a few steps back to like the origins of your theater experience Ooh, yeah yeah um so i was talking about what's that story mm -hmm. yep and i didn't really so acting classes are expensive Really? Dance classes are expensive. Singing like, lessons are expensive. <laughs> Outside like, from college, like they, so going to like a off, off site or mm -hmm. going to like an official place, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So like going, like I did Stepping Stone Theater for once, like mm -hmm. one, my, that was my first and I think only acting class mm -hmm. um, was Stepping Stone Theater, which shout out, love it. It was great. Right. Um, but I just felt like I didn't have to go. Mm -hmm. So I just taught myself more. Uh, that's the it, way to go. I mean. Yeah, like study yeah. study as you learn, and that's how I was always raised. Like I don't, I can't read music. I don't know any music terminology, mm -hmm. but I know how to harmonize with people, and I know like my vocal range, and like yeah. I know how to learn songs really quickly. That's honestly like, all you need. Jingles. Yeah, that's all yeah. you need. You really don't need much. More yeah, so I learn by seeing and doing. Right. Um, 
by example basically right and that's kind of how i made myself go out so i auditioned for every musical mm. i auditioned for every play every one act i was in speech in the team. cities and everything yeah everything everything that wow. i could um i didn't get into like professional theater until after high school so like right right after the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> I auditioned for something. I this is the funniest stuff. I auditioned for something the mm. second, like right before the pandemic. Right. And the, it was totally cast. And then we just finished the show this month. Right. Very cool. Tell tell us a about year that. later. Yeah, <laughs> a year later. We had a cast. It, it they picked the show 2018. Uh-huh. Auditioned for it 2019, 2020. Mm. And then they did it 2021. Yeah. it seems like that's what's going on that's why like mm-hmm. right now I'm trying to hop in and everything right now because like everything's restarting again yes the what feeling the, of, like, what's the name of it oh it's called Top Girls by Top Carol Churchill okay. and it's about like um, women in the 1980s in mm-hmm. London and how like the patriarchy kind of influences people and being against versus for the patriarchy like yeah. huh. there's some women that rise up through the patriarchy like they're like yeah I'm still gonna be feminine and but I'm still gonna treat other women like crap and like right. I'm not like other girls because I'm cooler than them you know that kind of right. that, like the self-hatred that comes with the patriarchy and mm. there's people that are outside of that box like that don't fit in the I'm super feminine and I'm a get it girl and right. I'm not like other girls it's more like it's a community like we're all women like we have to boost each other up as right. well as just ourselves. And is all female play right now, or is it just a uh, mix oh, like with everyone? It was a play for. We just finished last weekend. Mm. <laughs> so you know how I was saying I got like three hours of sleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Because of> that? <laughs> uh, so what I did was I'm I'm also filming a student film mm-hmm. with a U of M college student. Oh, very cool. Hey, yeah, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just got into film and TV too. Um, uh, but I'm filming this film mm-hmm. and. In the morning, so from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m., I filmed. And then from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., I did the show. And then from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m., I filmed... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just I mean like the way I see it is like it's just for this little crunch time mm-hmm. that's going on right now just to get yeah. things uh basically all the pre-edit stuff all the just the recording the raw uh, mm-hmm. the raw stuff so that later on I mean you're just good to go. Yeah. You don't have to be there anymore unless you guys are going to do reshoots. But yeah. I mean, I, I made a it. commitment and I was like, I can do it. Like yeah. I'm going to do it even though it might murder me. Yeah. But I have I work at a school like I said before so I I have the rest of the week off so I'm going to sleep every single day um, <laughs> all day every day all day every day it's just this little thing five like, day hibernation oh, I, yeah. I only have to do this for like a little bit and then just got a Cheeto bag like yeah. while you're in bed just, just or just stick an IV in you and honestly you'll be good just carry yeah, an IV period. through the hallways with those little rollers yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly but this is fucking cool okay thank you so what's the TV show then it's called um, so it's a movie for mm-hmm. a student film but I was in a TV show for the History Channel and it's called I Was There uh, that was actually my first um I think I saw that on uh, Instagram too. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I did post about it. I had yeah. little behind the scenes clips. And I saw stuff. some pictures. Yeah. So Yay. what's it about? It's about um. So I was there as a series about different points in history, like important happenings. Mm-hmm. And my episode was the Salem witch trials, and I played Tituba, which was the first um, slave accused of being a witch, Whoa. and she survived mm-hmm. by using their prejudice, like the racism against her. So she was like, I, I can't have, I can't have done this. I only follow orders. I'm, I'm just a slave. Right. Like, I can't 
can't have done this by myself. So she kind of cast the blame onto someone else, and she survived. How did Kakui watch this? I feel really like interesting. this is this is my biggest problem. Is like I, there's so many cool shit out mm-hmm. there. I mean, even like from what you're doing, I'd want to watch that. So how can we watch it? Oh, I it's gonna be on the History Channel at some point. Uh, I just, we they just fin- finished filming the whole series. I think about. A week, two weeks ago. So how did you get into that? So still got. I got an agency. So I more creative talent agency. Jesus fuck! (laughs) First of all, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. That's us. I try, I try, I try. Not to flex, but no, 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 flex your muscles. These are these are incredible accomplishments in a time where that's just not possible right now. That's tough. So pat yourself on the back. I'd get you a pizza, but we ran out. Yeah, it's okay. okay. (laughs) Yeah. I have food at home. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, fucking congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate and, it. Anyway, um, yes, we were talking about the uh, the thing will come out on the History Channel. Yes. I'm not sure when. I will keep you guys updated. And is it through Disney's History Channel, National Geographic Channel? It's through... Thing? I'm not sure, actually. Mm. I They just told me, hey, it's for the History Channel. I was like, cool, I'll just... They told me the day before auditions were due. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely, like, three hours before auditions were due. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Cool. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I made my sister read the part of the accuser for me. So like, the, it was like the preacher that was like, "Why do you converse with the devil?" Da, 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 da. And my sister is also an actress. Uh-huh. Um, but she uh, is in her terrible teens phase. Yeah. So she's fourteen right now, and she's really mean to me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but she was like, "Okay, How we're doing happen? this three times. You get three chances, and if you mess up all of them, it's over for you." Okay. Yeah. I'm not filming this more than three times. Damn. Like. Thank you, Yahida. I will make sure to do that. Thank you so much. <laughs> so like, after each time, she'd be like, she'd give me a critique. So yeah. one of her favorite critiques is, you're acting like a character on Disney Channel. Yeah. You know how it is. Like, <laughs> Jared, I, th- I thought we were friends, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had faith in you. And <laughs> you go and marry Jessica behind my back. Yeah, yeah. And you tell my mom. You told my mom about the party. I love it. Oh, like that's the Disney Channel. Yeah. Kind of thing. So she, that's her favorite critique for me because I grew up in musical theater. Yeah. So I'm like used to like being big, so everyone in the back will see me. Yeah. Uh, uh, the emphasis yeah. is one thing, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Subtlety is a big thing in yeah. film and television when it's not in theater. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's opposites. a huge yeah. maybe not opposites, but at least on a polarity. Yes. For me, yes. there's always been a. I, I agree with that because there's always a huge difference between being in theater and being mm-hmm. and like acting versus uh, and like a, for a movie or acting as a play is completely two different skill sets. Yeah. You know, acting. I think acting in um in a play is like more of like you gotta go go go. Oh. You're on it. You're on it. You're on it. Whereas like in a, uh, acting for a film, I mean, bring your you gotta bring your A, a game, game. But there's a certain person that re- requires a certain skill set to do one specific role yeah. and i mean you can do as many takes as you can but if that person isn't good enough then the whole thing is shit yeah yeah for sure it's something that i feel like i'm really lucky that i learned theater the way i learned theater mm-hmm. like i started off of copying tv shows yeah so i found the subtlety in each facial expression yeah before i went on stage and did like like made it bigger right and emphasizing yes. those like sp- specific facial facial cues and emotions mm-hmm. i guess yeah yeah that's uh, i'm just i i look back at little me and i'm like what were you doing what oh, were no, you no. doing but like good job no that's fine <laughs> yeah, i appreciate this is, it this is the way i try to coach people into like actually pursuing things in their life mm-hmm. finding first something that you love yes and then figure out someone who's doing that already mm-hmm. and then deconstruct that start working backwards from that you know so that you can get there um i actually want to pick your brain of like okay say i wanted oh i also wanted to become an actor too yeah but 
I was not fortunate enough. I mean, like, how do I say this? I just don't know any resources at the time. I didn't know how to go through things. And there could be a lot of people, you know, <laughs> listening to this stuff as well mm-hmm. that would love to know any kind of feedback or any kind of help that you, any advice yeah. that you can give out to someone who wants to pursue their dreams or even acting in any case. You Look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Look at yourself. It, you know when you do an awkward facial expression. Yeah. Um, try to imitate people as much as possible. You don't need a mirror in front of a TV. You can just look at your own face and be like, ooh, that looks fake. Like, you can tell when you're lying versus acting. Right. They're, they're the same but different, you know? Like, when you're like, yeah, I totally um, forgot my line. I don't know what to do. You improv it. You do something. Make something up that you feel like might be. That's the whole thing. So learn how to memorize as well. Okay. Yeah, so drill memorization. Drill your own face. Memorize how your face moves. Right. That's that's the biggest thing. Like, look at yourself and mm. like when I tilt my head like this way, how do I look? When right. I squint my eyes this way, how do I look? Um, so having a mirror beside you, just mimicking. Oh, yeah. everybody. I okay. suppose understanding your own body language yes. too. Mm. Like you could have great facial expressions, and but if, if you're just you're, standing like a child, yeah. <laughs> your arms are just like deadpan. Yes. Or if you're just all yes. shelled up, mm-hmm. or way too out there for something that needs to be a little bit more intimate. Yeah. I uh, that's that was one of the things I I struggle with making I struggle with making it bigger mm-hmm. like because I've always been like I said TV first right. so subtlety was my thing like I was like the the micro expressions and da 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 and I didn't know how to move my arms and yeah, like yeah. my hands so I had to learn different like types of body language I in the play I play um, a waitress I play in a like a twenty one year old woman mm-hmm. and I play a twelve year old so the twelve year old she like. Sound like this. Her face would be right. like this all the time. Right. Because they breathe through their mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> get, like kids kids do not care about <laughs> social etiquette. They're no, just like, of course, of course. I do up. Like, I'm, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, like stuff like that. <laughs> and then versus a 21-year-old about to go to a job interview and she's about to lie. Like, yeah. lie her ass off. She's like, she's going to be like, um, like, like sitting up straight. Yeah, yeah. But also kind of like awkward, like placing her like, yeah 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 the whole, her head. the whole uh, act. like no, yeah for sure like i've yeah. had 14 jobs yeah i've worked um for four years everything i do is <laughs> um, like that kind of thing so it's a different side of the spectrum and versus a waitress mm. learns how to control herself like she's very calm and collected yeah she doesn't have to say much she she learns how to hide her emotions until she turns around she's like these people are crazy they're insane what are they talking about yeah how would you like your your wine, ma'am? Oh, like, this is like, fantastic. Sit like that. This is yeah. a, that's a great way for you to explore characters and just yeah. have your own twist in it. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say for um, like I said for people that just are stuck or just want to like follow a dream? Because how did you pursue your dream? How, what kept you going with all this stuff? Oh, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. If you love it, do anything you can do in it. See, I'm the opposite. <laughs> really? I do everything out of hate. Oh <gasps> yeah. <laughs> okay, flags. Yeah. I kind of love that. But I'm curious about you as well, because like mm. I, I, we have different mindsets. So mm-hmm. I do everything out of hate. Wow. Because I'm, I'm angry all the time. I hate my life, shit like that, and I do everything I can to get myself out of here, to That's be somewhere better. Same, but I. This is what I'm curious. About. I feel you. I feel you on that point. Yeah. Like getting out of it and like getting somewhere better. Yeah. But I. So I have depression, and yeah. I struggle with apathy, and I oh. struggle with like intense bouts of sadness. So I've I'm not really an angry person. I've I I don't remember the last time I've been like angry like at something, actually legit, like okay. raging at something. Um, 
But Except for I, those times we were playing video games and you're like, yeah. <laughs> throw Mario the controller. World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I don't. I didn't really get to play video games growing up, so mm. not even through that. Yeah, so I. Yeah, uh, so I don't really get angry. It's more like I struggle with not feeling like searching for joy. Right. Searching for anything other than nothing is my thing which you can tell because yeah. i'm very much fake until i make it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i mean like i admire that about you though yeah like really like oh, i like you. that like um <laughs> sorry no like, I, I really like that like you just put yourself out there and it's not like you were how do i say this it's not like what's the what's the word we always use pretentious pretentious okay i just i could see the glow from you oh thank is what you I, is what i'm trying to say but for you like mm. i said we we're talking about like yeah finding this passion out of you yeah. right i like making people happy right i love it it's it's the like making myself happy is the goal right making other people happy is just a really good bonus and i think that's also a good thing to touch on like when uh when you can make yourself happy and that's something i'm learning in Mm -hmm. myself too right right. if you can make things that make you happy that'll just blossom with enough um i guess energy or or focus on it that'll ultimately still make other people happy if they resonate with it you know so if you're making yourself laugh people are going to join in because like (laughs) yeah yeah it it makes you laugh so it'll just like it'll resonate at a good frequency Mm -hmm. i agree with that yeah definitely i love it um and i i struggled a lot when i was younger of Mm. trying to make everybody but myself happy right because i thought it was it wasn't possible for me to actually be happy like pretending to be happy is easy um but actually being happy like feeling that joy um was something that I really struggled with. So I was like, it's easier to make other people happy. So yeah. what have you found that uh, that you've learned? Ooh, um, what have I found that I've learned through I finding have, your own happiness? Yeah, yeah putting myself first. Um, yeah, honestly. I struggle. Ooh, I struggle with that yeah. hard. Yeah, because um, throughout middle school and high school, um, I was kind of just the baggage claim. So people would unload the baggage onto me, and like they'd be my friend. Like that's how I, how I get my friendship. Like how to get my friends. Yeah, and then they'd never invite me to anything. They never yeah. asked to hang out with me. Like I had maybe three friends throughout yeah. high school, middle school that would like actually invite me to places and like take me to places. Um, th- three friend groups of like three or four or five. See, I was the same though, but that's why I had just so much hate for people. Wow. Instance. So that's why like I have this rule now. Like this, I don't do things for people until there's a mutual connection. You know, mm. until there's like a bond there. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? I, I do I've that been too. Burned though. before. Mm-hmm. I, I hate being burned. So mm-hmm. I think what you said though, putting yourself first changed my life whenever when i started doing that instead of like trying to make like you said like yeah you get so much joy about making other people happy Mm -hmm. i tried making other people happy as well but i got the opposite effect i got the thing that well for me that i've learned later on in life is Mm -hmm. that you can't force someone to be happy you you know you can't force yourself to be happy either it's just about like you said taking care of yourself or making yourself be good but that person is in charge of their life as well. Yeah. But they're not going to have the same experiences as you, and they're going to interpret things differently. So for me, trying to make someone happy, I, I almost I never try to do that. Now, now what I try to do is just have a good time for me. Yeah. Like what you. That's why I, that's what I say. I admire you because <laughs> when you're when you're around, I just want to be around you. Because oh, when you're you. like when when you're like uh, when we're like having concerts like down in the basement, you know, you're in it. I just want to be like. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I feel your energy and I want to be in that energy. <laughs> That's great. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's not about like, um, in, in my in my interpretation, it's a, just making yourself be like expressing so much, I don't know, 
charisma and energy in a moment that people just want to be around you mm -hmm. and you naturally make people happy instead of trying to be like like for example like uh, we were t I was talking with, um, with Gilbert about this too about like the, the thing the differences between seasonal depression and depression right mm -hmm. about like what actually will uh, things that do make you happy and things that can make you happy in that time and it's like you, you almost can't understand it yeah. so people think you're you know are walking around eggshells around you and it's really hard to like say hey let's go to, like let's go do this it's like i don't want to right yeah. but then it's also interesting when mm -hmm. even when you're in such a good space but not there mentally like you mm -hmm. could have so many good things happen for you and to you and the people around you have uh, like are giving you really good good positive mm -hmm. energy or whatever and you could still be in a funk like it was yeah. earlier this uh, this weekend i uh, i was just on saturday it was everything was going great but i just couldn't get out of this like mental funk nothing was happening yeah. nothing in my life was was bad per se i just like couldn't get out of a rut yeah. of feeling a certain way so oh, it was yeah. just almost keeping myself in a, in a rhythm of doing good things like eating well and trying to just take care of your body yeah, yeah. so that when you sleep it off it, yeah. it'll be better the next day and was exponentially <laughs> better yeah but yeah. ultimately it's really interesting when you try to make a change for yourself mm -hmm. there's definitely an uncomfortable phase mm -hmm. Ooh, like definitely. when you're either when i've been in like in a, a depression or something it's it's uncomfortable to continue like doing good things for yourself mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to like maybe smile a little bit more even when it's just not it doesn't seem right like there's nothing yeah. to smile about but you're just like <laughs> like give me the serotonin yeah. please i yeah. need endorphins yeah i think i i'm kind of rethinking my answer because i feel like i was also motivated by hatred but mm. it was more hatred of myself so i thought that i wasn't worth yes. anything i thought that i wasn't worth anything so i was like my only my the only good thing about me is that i'm useful to others right that was my motivation and so what did you do about it <sighs> i still struggle with it i don't know now I we're don't. getting in deep yeah. yeah we are getting in deep um I just still, I still have to fight it every day. Right. It's like I've made plans like on how to die. Like I've, but I've always been like, well, it will make my mom sad. It will make my, my sister sad. Or like, I, I can't, that's why I keep myself so busy. Yeah. Cause like if this play needs me, there's no understudy for me. Exactly. Like I have to be, be alive so I can do this play. Yeah. And I have to find, it's so hard to find the self-motivation to, to keep me alive. Right. But doing something that I love as much as possible is something that helps me out because just growing up there's a lot of factors that led to um my my kind of self-worth mm -hmm. like um uh i've never been in a relationship like no one's ever been interested in me right in, in like that kind of sense of the word romantically and, uh, romantically yes yes romantically mm -hmm. um and i kind of grew up with the kind of um the romance like rom like dramedies or like rom coms and stuff oh, like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're fed with this uh, yeah, idea like of romanticism. Yeah, yeah, you have to be loved, or else yeah. you're not worth it. Like yeah. nobody's like you. You don't have any boyfriends. Your friends have boyfriends. Right. Your friends have girlfriends. Yeah. So what's wrong with you? <laughs> so, yeah. Like I what's your deal? Your self worth. Yeah. 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 So a lot of my self worth was hinged on well, like nobody loves me in that sense, and nobody want like basically nobody wants to hang out with me. Right. So what is my worth other than to be the side character? Be the right. best friend. Yeah, be yeah. the happy-go-lucky, right? Like person in the background. Right, right. Um, so that's something that helped. That that did not help me. Uh, but what about your family though? Like, obviously, besides mm -hmm. like friendship and romantic French, uh, okay. romantic stuff. Does your family like love you or like uh, how do I say? Is there for you and supports you and stuff? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, my um, my family is wonderful. Mm -hmm. I love my family so much. Um, but there's always a like a sense of doom. That one day they'll be disappointed in me and the others own me, because it's happened before. How so? 
Um, so it's kind of private, so I won't go into oh, no, details. No, you don't have but to, like, yeah, yeah. it's it's been shown that it's possible for my family members to just not talk to people, like mm-hmm. just pretend that they're not there, and like it takes years. But to then reach that's out. also their Damn. problem too. Yeah, I when know. you're the star in your own movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, who's coming to my Tonys? Just my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what about it? My little sister, my dad, maybe. Yeah. No, I can relate to that too, though, because like I told Evan, I'm very envious that he has like. A loving parents, a loving family, and I, I told them like I just adopt me. Like I don't know what takes yeah. one. Like I have the paperwork right here. Let's go. <laughs> My like, family will adopt you. Yeah. They're really nice until some of them aren't. Yeah, like, well, like, it's, it's a select few. Mine, mine are the same though. It's like my my family's very estranged i would mm-hmm. say my parents never learned how to love me as a kid mm-hmm. and they ne- they neglected me very much like wow. as i was like like when i was 12 i was on my own pretty yeah. much yeah i was living with my mom i was living with my dad but mm-hmm. like they stopped caring for me as a person oh and my development as a human being stopped Dang. so i was never told uh and, and i was the opposite when i wanted to play soccer i was you know i was telling my dad i want to play soccer and he's like i can't i, got, I can't find a team for you I can't find a team for you to play. And he's like the head, like, he's one of the best soccer players in Minnesota. It's like, wow. what kind of bullshit is this? You know? So I would I would be finding my own. That's why my, if you look around my studio, it's filled with things that I love. It's filled with things that I surround myself with things to fill in the darkness that's inside me. Oh, yeah. Because I hate feeling that, like, I can't do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate the fact that when people tell me that I can't do things, it makes me go fucking ape shit. Yeah. You know, when I, even when I want to play soccer now, it's like, I just want to play soccer. And it's like, when people are like, you can't join our team, it's too full. Or you can't join our team because you suck. It's like, I just want to murder them. Oh. <laughs> and then it's also like really interesting when uh, like you, you're in those ruts, like when you're told you're not good enough or you, you have such negativity that's like forced, like maybe not forced upon you, mm-hmm. but it's it's what you allow yourself to take on. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to, it's a struggle to, to keep that, like those other voices out. But when you can overcome them or maybe do it in spite or hatred, yeah. but it's it's the feeling of reward after after having accomplished something, be like, no, I did do that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And getting over like any any past traumas, like it's it's not a competition of of how much pain you can endure, but it's the the overcoming of of all all the experiences that you've had and making the most of of it now yeah exactly like carrying it with you and that's the way i try to look at things right now and it, that's the hardest thing is mm-hmm. for me to look at those things because like eventually one day hopefully things will work out yeah for all of us yeah and that's what i hope for and i think things like when you start living your passions and your things it's like things start to when you start doing the things that you love that's always been my cure for like everything start doing the things that you love and things will just become brighter become more you know, it'll be like your life is more fulfilled in that way. Yeah. And that's how I shift my life. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so interested that, like, when someone actually finds something that they want to do, yeah. they shift their life, and there you go. Uh, my timer did go off, uh, and obviously, you, you got you to gotta head out. <laughs> but um, any closing thoughts, guys? Actually, Ooh. I do, but I would like to hear what you have to say if you have any closing thoughts Ooh, as well. Oh, any closing thoughts. Yeah, or also promote your stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Um, my Instagram, <laughs> you can see right there. It's yep. NinchIT. Um... I have Facebook, Ninchai, Nakchiklana. You'll probably just find it with Ninchai. Right. Uh, the Nakchiklana is <laughs> long. <laughs> You'll yeah. figure it out when you find me. For sure. Um, Any but, events coming up that you oh, want to check out? Um, no, not not recently, but I'll keep you updated on the History Channel and check out the link in bio to see me dance a little bomba. Yeah. And book me for classes. Yeah. I love teaching. <laughs> there we go. All age groups. Yeah. Um, um, any closing thoughts? That's yeah, tough. I know. I, I feel like I'm I'm extending the pause. Sorry. Evan. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm also curious of what you guys think. If um, 
I uh, I was thinking about this. There was a, a post I saw, I think, on Instagram that it was just like you have everything you ever need and you, you have your body, you know, whether there's a lack of food or resources of survivability, but mm-hmm. you, there's no need for external things. Like, it, it's a, a wonderful thing to experience, um, like, maybe sleep, food, whatever, or uh, maybe even somebody telling you that they love you, but nothing is needed. So as long as you can focus that you have everything you need just by having your own body you are everything so it's only a bonus to have everything else come to you i that's cool yes that's really great fucking what do you guys think about that that. no i i I, totally like that a lot (laughs) it's really good yeah i'm glad that it's on video so we can (laughs) uh in any case uh i will throw um gilbert can you go to the tc cam group uh i think we're just gonna do the uh, the outro. I think the outro is... Oh, I have a closing thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> hey. Okay, closing thought. Don't let other people's standards for you determine your self-worth. That was my biggest thing. Whether it was beauty standards, Eurocentric, whether it was the patriarchy, whether it was everything in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Don't let other people's standards determine your self-worth because that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and first of all, before we even roll this last clip, can I just say thank you again? Oh, of course. Course. Thank you for inviting me. How'd you feel? Was this great? It was really great. I um, like talking to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, it did take a little bit of time to set up, and we would have more time. But uh, next time, I will make sure to oh, yeah. get things more more gotcha. eloquated for you. Um, <laughs> but if you'd like to come back, you're always invited to come back. Hell yeah! It'd be a really good time. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. Let's go to the cast, task cam floor. Let's roll the outro, and uh, let's see what happens. Oh yeah, this guy. Ooh. No! Oh! Yas queen. Fuck. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Have a Bye. good one. Bye. 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 And it's the bottom one. <laughs>